Hello, my friends and brethren in the Lord. Let's continue our devotional in the book of Romans, in Romans chapter 9, verses 24 and 26. And let me ask to each one of us this question. Would there be a great or greater privilege other than this that you and I could be called the children of God or we could be called by God as his own people, my people, that God would have a claim to us? Let me read to us our text for today in Romans chapter 9, verse 24 to 26. Even as whom he has called, not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles. As indeed he says in Hosea, those who were not my people, I will call my people. And here who was not beloved, I will call beloved. And in the very place where it was said to them, you are not my people, where they will be called sons of the living God. We've been learning here in this chapter that Paul has been emphasizing that God will make known his riches of his glory in Christ as vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory. And who are these vessels of mercy? According to Paul, it is the believers, us. This refers to all those who has called out, who has been called out by God in Christ, both the Jewish and the Gentiles together means that this is the church being called out quote unquote is not based on our national identities or it's because of our race we become god's people regardless of our heritage he has been showing that quote unquote not all who are descended from israel belong to israel in romans chapter 9 verse 6 it means that not all who were born and under the blood lineage of Abraham will be called Abraham's children. He points back into the history of Israel to argue this as written in the scriptures to support his argument. And this part of the scriptures in the Old Testament is Hosea chapter 2 verse 23. And let me read. And I will sow her for myself in the land and I will have mercy on no mercy. And I will say to not my people, you are my people, and he shall say, you are my God. Now, the purpose why Hosea wrote this was primarily to the promise of God to restore the exiled northern ten tribes of Israel in the future. Remember, in the history of the Israelites, that nation of Israel was divided into two, the northern tribes, the ten tribes, and the two tribes of Judah and Benjamin were called the southern tribes. Now, the northern tribes were overtaken and they were exiled to, by the Assyrians. And God has promised to Hosea that God will return or restore them back to Israel. But it seems to us here that Pope Paul applied this prophecy to the Gentiles and Jews together. And the same thing that Peter also implied in his statement in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 10, that he applies this prophecy towards those who will believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 10, let me read, Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. In other words, we receive mercy and we receive this offer of salvation to become members of his family 
only because of his choice, his sovereignty. God exercises his sovereignty as creator by showing mercy to all who come to him through faith in Christ. His sovereignty is exercised by offering to us, by providing to us a way that we could be reconciled or we'll be brought back to him because he is merciful to us. The Israelites, however, let us take note, they have been proud of their heritage. And it seems to us here that they had insisted that only them are the original chosen people. They were so insistent that they had the entitlement to receive the, the blessing of God's salvation as the chosen people of God alone. So thereby they have this feeling that they are entitled to be redeemed by God. But Paul argues here that it's not true. It's the contrary. Because of sin, we know that at the early chapters of this book, nobody is perfect. Everyone sins. Nobody deserves God's mercy. We are deserving to God's judgment. Romans chapter 3 verse 10 and Romans 3 verse 20 tells us that there is none that is righteous, no, not one. There is none who seeks after God, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So God has the right to use his sovereignty, to use his justice in order to punish us and to condemn us because we are sinful. But God has exercised his sovereignty to choose us because he is merciful. So God has the right to use his creations as he sees fit for his plan and purposes. Romans chapter 9, verse 20 to 21, we see that. So today, what does this mean to you and to me? If you have trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you are God's people. The Bible tells us that as many as receive Christ to them, he gave him the power to become the children of God. So what does this mean to you and to me who are believers in Christ? Well, we could not be proud. We could not be haughty. Because we are just recipients of God's mercies. Nobody can be proud if he just received God's mercy. You know, a beggar could not be proud if he has a lot of money because he did not earn it. He just received it from donations from people. But because of this reality that we are just people who are recipients of God's mercies, we should be humble. God's goodness should always prompt us to repentance. In Romans chapter 2, verse 4, that's what Paul emphasized that. Did you not remember or did you not know that God's goodness should lead us to repentance? It should not make us proud. We should be always awed about God's inscrutable, unfathomable love. We should not allow any proud spirit. We should not be haughty. We should not look at our privilege right now as an entitlement. And let me close our devotional this morning with this wonderful quote from John in his epistle in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, when he says there, See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. We are just privileged people. That's why the also John just encourage us to, to behold, see 
don't be blind. See this privilege. What kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called the children of God. I asked earlier, is there a greater privilege than this? Is there a greater blessing other than to be called a child of God? I guess you and I would never equate anything in this world that you have that could compare, even could match up this great privilege that we have, that we should be called the children of God. We are a child of God, not because of the good things that we do, not because of the worth or the worthiness that we have before God, that he blesses us. No, it's because of his mercies. You are only great. I am only special and you are special also because of the grace of God, because of the mercies of God. Let's continue to meditate on this. Don't for, not forget this, but remember this all the time in order to be encouraged, not to be proud, but to be humble and to be thankful and to serve God. And we can have the right attitude and right spirit why we serve God, why we do things, why we sacrifice our lives before God. It's because he first loved us, because he is merciful to us. Let it be that this will be always our motivation in serving God. If you're not a believer, you have no claim about this truth today, unless and until you repent for your sins and trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, then you will really be able to understand and, and see this great privilege, see what manner of love the Father has shown upon us, that we should be called the children of God. Yes, for God to love the world that he gives only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. To them who receive the Lord Jesus Christ, God gave them the privilege to become his children. Yes, the love of God is offered to you, but you need to receive it by faith. I hope that you will do it so in order to have this privilege that God will call you as your, as his own people, that you will really be able to ascertain and will be able to have this standing or this position that you are a child of God. You are God's people. You belong to God's family. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for your word this morning. Bless this to our hearts, Lord. I know um, we have been we have been um, learning about this truth, Lord, in this chapter, but it continues to encourage us and give us the wonder and the awe that who are we, Lord, that you will show your mercies upon us. Lord, we are just nobody. We deserve judgment and punishment in hell, but you love us, Lord. That's why we cannot but help to just be thankful and be grateful and help us to serve you because we want to please you in everything we do as our gesture of your love, as a gesture of our thanksgiving to what you did, to everything that you gave to us, Lord, especially our salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.